Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I am Salibu Sister, and this is My Turn to Talk. And I hope everyone is having a wonderful day today. So I did let the music play all the way because I have another outgoing song that I'm going to play. So, all right. So um, today I want to talk about um, couples and finances. This was actually a requested topic. Um, So I want to ask you guys, um, should couples automatically share finances? Is it something that's automatically a given when you get married? Or if you're not married, if you have a significant other, you guys have been together for a while, um, should you share finances? Is it okay to have separate finances? Is it okay to have your own separate accounts and then you have one together? Um, Should one person control everything? And I am using the word control. you know, they're the ones that, um, hey, hey, Chris, you know, um, whoever is in control of the money, male or female, um, you know, you are basically giving the other person um, some money. 
like they're either coming to you or in some cases, um, uh, you know, for whatever reason, some people are on an allowance. Um, so I want to know what, what you guys think. Um, do you all think that couples should, should share finances? I personally do not. I personally think that um, couples should have their own money. I uh, hey 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 GP, welcome. I think that um, you should have your own money um, and or um, or should I say or or uh, let me put like this: couples should have their own money and if needed have one account together where household you know bills come out of whatever um i think that it really cuts down on arguing about fi finances arguing about money that's my own personal belief that's what i think some people may think that you know that that, that that's wrong some people think that you know when when you get married when you're a couple everything should it should be together um if you get a credit card both names should be on the credit card both names should, should be on the checking a, a, a account. Um, so that's my question. What do you guys think? Should um, couples automatically have the same or share f finances? And again, um, this topic, hey, hey, Penny Deb. Um, GP, did I walk in you? I can't remember. When I started talking, I can't remember. But welcome, GP. Um, Again, this topic was requested. So Chris says, my wife and I have joint accounts in our banking and deposits. We also have separate uh, credit card accounts, but we both have access to each card. So we do give ourselves allowances to do as we please and individually, no questions asked. Okay. Um, so what do you all think, think about that? And Chris, I uh, agree with you. Um, however, up, the only thing that I don't agree with is having joint accounts. Um, I, th I think it's okay to have one joint account together, but I, I am strongly in the belief that couples should have separate uh, uh, accounts. And I know that some people say, well, that's, that's wrong. And, you know, well, what are you hiding? Whatever. Not hiding anything. I have my own money. Uh, he, you know, um, you know, in my household, I have my own money. My husband has his. Um, there are things that we um, pay together, you know, whatever. But one thing that my husband and I don't argue about, never have, is money. You know, um, I don't want to, I don't want him to question something that I bought. Uh, he doesn't question, I mean, I don't question what he, 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 he buys. You know, I may say, you know, um, when he... When I came home, there was a, a huge big screen TV sitting in the house. I was like, wow. I said, uh, that's big. You you know, he's like, that's what I want. Oh, oh, okay. That's what he wanted. It's his TV. You know, um, do I watch it? Yes, every so often. But um, most most of the time, I don't even like watching t TV in, in that particular room. Um, I mean, when do we not have to 
and I know the conversation is going to change a little bit into when do we not have to share everything with our spouse? But finances is a, a big thing. Chris says, my wife and I feel there's nothing uh, we, we hide from each other. Okay. And, 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 and again, I'm not saying, saying, saying that you are. I don't, you know, I don't think Miles was hiding anything from me. We just have, have our own uh, accounts. Um, but I do think that there are some people, Chris, who will say, what are you hiding? And people always want to go there. They always want to go to the negative. Well, how come I can't know? How come, you know, this, 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 you know, why did you leave the room when you got on the phone? You know, uh, how come you couldn't talk in, in, in front of me? You know, sometimes it's just a matter of, of privacy. Sometimes it's a matter of, you know, you're watching something and, you know, I don't want, you know, that background noise that you shouldn't have to listen to me on the phone while you're watching your, your, your show. Um, one thing that my husband does, <laughs> one thing that my husband does is um, if I'm in the kitchen, if I'm talking, hey, 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 Brenda, welcome. If I'm in the kitchen talking um, on on the phone and, and if he's, you know, uh, in another room watching TV and he can hear me, I hear the TV start to go up. You know, he'll start turning up the TV, which means that I'm talking too loud or he can't hear me, whatever. I just leave, leave, leave the room. Doesn't mean I have something to hide. I'm just leaving the room. Okay, um, and Chris says, it's definitely a large cause of art arguments in households today. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's an easy default. Uh, GB says, all, should, all decisions should be split down the middle, 70, 30. Okay, GB, who gets the 70, who gets the 30? Um, you know, so, okay, so Shelby's here. Hey, girl, what would you like to say today? Hello, everybody. Um, our situation is different. Um, I used to work, um, but we still had everything together. Um, I don't work so now, so it's kind of weird how everything works. Um, he pays all the bills, um, and gets groceries, whatnot, you know, um, and you're going to think, you're so 40s um i get an allowance and the allowance when i say allowance it is to pay like apple music and if i want something from amazon um i'm able to get that um so that's you know what how we do things and i don't have to tell if it's something from amazon i don't have to tell him what it is you know, that's something that I divulge to him. Okay. All right. And he, so, but he doesn't ask me, you know, it's not, he doesn't ask me. He just wants to know how much it is. Okay. All right. Uh, Shelby, I'm going to come back to you. Um, as I just want to read this, this comment from Chris. Chris says, my wife and I have only no known each other for relationships as a couple. We have not experienced partner and we have not experienced partners that money was not an, an argument. Okay. All right, so Shelby, in terms of your uh, allowance, is this something that both of you guys decided on how much money he was going to give you every week or however you guys do it? Or did he decide, well, I think that you need this amount of money or you don't need or? Oh, no, he doesn't. He No, it's a, it's a agreed amount. And sometimes I don't even, he, he may give it to me and I don't use it. So, you know, like the next week I may pay a bill with it. Okay, okay, all right. 
Okay. And see, if in if it if it's in a situation where it's working for you, um, fine. Um, um, but for just again, for me personally, I think that couples should have their own money and they should have money to together. Now, if you're in a situation where one person works and the other one doesn't, then yes, it does make things different. You know, things, you know, um, unless you have another gig part-time or whatever, um, you are basically reliant on that other person for money. But do you think that is something that should be automatic? Do you think that when you get married, you automatically have to join your accounts. And I'm going to throw a little caveat in here. I'm going to throw a little twist. Let's say um, one person makes substantially more money than the other. Coming into the relationship, when you first met this person, this person was making a shitload of money, okay? And you weren't. You were just making, hey, 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 Woody, welcome. Power girl, welcome. Um, you all were just making... Um, you know, average, whatever. But this person, maybe they own their own company or maybe they were even from, they, they were well well off in terms of wealthy. You weren't, okay? Be it the male or the female. Crispa, what welcome. Do you believe that money should automatically be um, all of a sudden that money is, is my money? Should that, should your bank account automatically be merged with mine? Um, can I add one more thing to the last question before we <laughs> sure. move on? Uh -huh. Um, now when I did work, I did pay my own car payment. Okay. And that was, you know, all, but now to moving on to this question. Um, if they're married, I think they should, um, combine their monies together. If they're unmarried, no. Um, if uh, if they have if one has more substantial money than the other, um, you know, most of the time they sign a prenup. <laughs> I think, uh, but if, I don't think that it it should matter regardless if one makes more money than the other. Um, I I really think that. You know, I still stand, you know, that they should combine their money and combine the bills together and um, go from there. Okay. I'm glad you brought up the, the, the prenup thing, but I want to read what Chris says. And uh, Crazy Lady, welcome. Uh, we also... Um, we also each find an account for large expenses for household or a vacation we can pull from whenever we want in addition to our individual allowances. Okay. And then Chris uh, continued to say, basically we put everything on one large uh, credit card for all expenses each month and transfer from our other accounts at the end of the month. And we both have access. Okay. Brenda says, I do think there should be a shared account for main expenses. I also think people should have individual accounts. Okay. <laughs> Minnesota, you said, no, I'm, a, I'm, um, Yes, I'm asking about um, should you automatically get the money um, if one person has more money? Uh, she says no. And Ross, um, Ross says, only crazy lady says, Ross doesn't know how much money he has. Um, okay, Chris says, isn't a prenup a sign of, of insecurity? 
And crazy lady says, my dad had a household account and savings account for um, whomever he, he was with. Okay, so let's talk about the prenup. Um, uh, Chris says, kind of like a marriage, but... Okay, so, all right, let's talk about this pre prenup. I am 100% for pre prenups, okay? Um, again, if you are coming into a relationship or marriage where one person is substantially financially secure than the other, uh, be it they come from a family that has a billion dollars and you, you know, were just, you know, waiting tables or worked in re retail or um, wherever. Um, even if that person didn't have that much money, but they had a substantial amount of money. Um, I definitely think that a prenup is, is, is needed because to me, you're not just protecting yourself, but under that company could be other siblings, could be other people, whatever. And let's say if we got divorced two, two years later, I'm sorry, I have a problem with giving you half of what I have. You know, um, and Chris, I understand what you're saying, kind of like it, it, it's a marriage, but, but then that comes to the same thing where whether you sign a prenup or not, should you automatically put money together? Shouldn't you still have your own funds? So is that still kind of like a marriage? But I mean, does does a marriage, does a foundation of, mar of marriage rest on you guys putting your money to, to together? And uh, Brina says prenups are uh, uh, so unromantic and, and so un unsexy. Yeah, but if I ever have to have a, a, a prenup, uh, and, and I would not have a problem um, signing one. So... And GP says prenuptial agreements don't work. I would like to know why why you don't think so. And Chris says tells me there's uh, a question of loyalty. So why get married to to be just to be a couple? A marriage is richer or poorer. It, it it's a shared problem. Okay, so Chris, are you saying that you should not have that everything should be shared, money, everything, um, everything. Rena says, if it's like planning your funeral, but for the end of a relationship instead, um, if you decide for marriage, I, I believe yes. Okay. All right. So Shelby, you want to uh, jump in here and agree, push back, say something or whatever? Anybody else want to pop on? I, I think prenups not only protects the wealthy, and I agree that it protects sometimes a prenup is you know with two wealthy people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it uh, it protects both parties but if the person is unwealthy nine times out of ten um a judge is gonna honor a prenup but they are also gonna say you have to give so and so alimony of such and such Okay, so, all right, so um, Crucible says prenups might be unromantic, unromantic, and sexy, but so is marriage <laughs> eventually. Okay, so um, uh, Brian says, touche to Crucible. Uh, Chris says, wealthy should 
not be protected. That's part of our system's wrongdoings. Nowadays, the system is designed for rich and poor. Okay, so to what Shelby just said, so what's the difference between um, having a prenup and then at the if the marriage ends, you're paying that person alimony or well, you're paying child, child, child I'm support. Sorry. So, yeah. Well, if you don't have children, you won't get child support. Mm -hmm. Now, in the case of my parents, they didn't have a prenup, but they did have, you know, uh, when they got divorced, my dad had to pay alimony and he was supposed to pay child support. He never paid child support, but he did pay my mom alimony. Um, in certain situations, yes, I guess she would have child support if there were children involved. But I don't think, you know, if there's not children involved, and it's probably not, I wouldn't say it's a huge amount, um, depending on where you live, um, I'm supposing, and how much the income is. Um, but, you know, you they would definitely have to get alimony out of that rich person. Okay, so my, well, okay, I have a couple of questions based on what you said and based on, hold on, crazy lady, I I, I miss you there. Hold on, let me grab her. Um, and I don't think I answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm trying, I'm reading some, some of these, uh, some of these chats here. So, um, Chris says, wealthy should not be protected as part of our system's wrongdoing nowadays. The system is designed for rich and poor. Okay. And then um, uh, Chris also says, I don't believe in divorce unless extreme circumstances. I would like to know what you consider extreme. And Chris says, I would say marriage should be uh, not taken lightly or to, or to be the cool kids and normalize it. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, and GP to Chris says, those who files for divorce 80, 90% of the time. Okay. So you guys are saying a lot here. So when you, when, okay, let me ask, ask this question. Cause now I'm going to talk about death for a moment. When someone in your family dies, your mother, father, and your, you know, you're splitting up the account or whatever with the siblings. Do you think that your spouse automatically should be entitled to your parents' money? No. But you're married. You should share things equally. I'm, I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying from what I've heard from, from in the chat. But you know, so I'm just throwing that out there but you're married you just share things equally so your parents die they left you fifty thousand dollars should that fifty thousand dollars should you open up an account and you keep that fifty thousand dollars or should you share that fifty thousand dollars with your husband i would put that in a trust for my children okay let's say you didn't have kids or let's say that you just didn't want to do that let's say for whatever reason you wanted that fifty thousand dollars because you wanted to go off and and, and go and travel the world, whatever. Well, then, and, of course, he would go with me. But. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> but but I, I guess what I'm saying is is 
is there an assumption that your that your spouse is entitled to that money just because you're married and if so what's the difference between you bringing money into the marriage and not sharing it and you getting in and you inheriting money and not sharing it so go ahead no, I was just going to say, hold that thought because Crazy Lady's been been, been waiting and I want, oh, okay. want to go to her. Crazy Lady, hey, welcome. You could feel me chomping at the bit, couldn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. On the alimony thing, alimony was like designed for like, okay, the housewives that like were housewives for like 20 plus years and then all of a sudden their husband leaves them for like whatever. The alimony was because, okay. In reality, if you've been in the home for 20 years, raising kids, you know, doing the, the homebody thing, you don't really have any true work skills, you know, and that alimony was supposed to be like, you know, um, a way for the wives or the husbands for the ones that were married to really rich wives to be able to like uh, survive and maybe get retraining for a job or something. Um, like some alimonies are set up till, you know, they remarry, you know, or something like that. That's uh, what my understanding of alimony was. Okay. And on so, the deaf thing, uh -huh. mm, you know, if it's, uh, and I have experience with this, if you're married to like your person for like, you know, a significant amount of time, I'll go with a VA, a tenure. Okay. If you're married 10 years or more, then you're, entitled to some, you know, you know, some of the property, but if the property was like, all right, case example, my dad's property, my younger brother, Scott's mom was when I picked that property it was her property. When she passed away, dad took the insurance money and paid off the mortgage. Okay. Now that property should have gone to Scott, no matter who my dad married or remarried. Okay. Because check it out. That's the way Becky had it in her will. You know, because it's just, you know, the new wife, you know, she wasn't even married dad for 10 years. And what, she gets half of everything or she gets it all? No, nah, not okay. Because, you know, the family deserves something because, hello, it's their life. You know, that they're your parents' life, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to say a uh, formal welcome to Juju and Kimberly M Michael. Welcome. And Juju says, I would share with my spouse. Um, Chris says, I would share. Uh, da, da, da. Chris says, I feel people, people's reality of money makes you happy uh, is a real statement. If thought otherwise, I feel someone against that thought has been doing it wrong and hasn't experienced happiness. Not to say money is everything in a relationship or as a single person, but it relieves a lot of stress. Um, on an individual as couple or, or couple gp says child support is 18 years alimony is common to be for life uh chris says try to be greater than you were yesterday uh chris says crazy lady that whole that's a whole complicated issue a lot of variables Brina says alimony is for life so people get paid for lack of driving I'm doing it wrong. Alimony is up until the person get re, re, remarries. That's that's not a lifetime time thing. Juju says, uh, hey, crazy lady, was your dad's name on the deed? Uh, crazy lady says money is money, but land should stay with family. 
Okay, so I have a couple of things to say, but Crucible, you have been waiting, and I then I will say what I have to say. Crucible. Good afternoon, Solid. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to play devil's advocate for a minute on the inheritance question. First of all, I think if you inherit money, you should keep it. Now, if you want to share some of it with your spouse, that's up to you. But that was money that was, in was intended for you by your parents. So I believe you should keep it. But I want to play devil's advocate for a minute here. Let's just say the situation was not reversed, but it was a liability situation instead of an asset situation. My in-laws have a medical situation. They don't have health insurance. Something happened and they had to go to the hospital. They incurred a $50,000 hospital debt that they can't pay. They're going to have to file for bankruptcy. My, I have it in the bank. My spouse doesn't. Would under that same sharing philosophy, would you be within your, I'm not going to say rights, but would you, would it be appropriate for you to approach your spouse to say, look, got a $50,000 debt, blah, blah, blah. Here are all the details. I need access to the money you have in the bank. Now that really challenges the whole shared responsibility thing, but I'm curious to what the, anybody on the panel or the chat or you solid think it's, it's a similar situation. I don't own that problem. You, you, we've created it somehow, but if I'm going to be entitled, or I think I should be entitled to assets that you incur, shouldn't I also be responsible for liabilities or debts that you incur? Okay, I'm going to take take that one because I that's the kind of the road that I wanted to go to, to go, go down. Um, uh, okay, and then Chris says, uh, Crucible, why is it your debt to be paid off if if they're still uh, alive? Okay, so if if my spouse has some his parents have some issues where it's a medical thing um it would be up up to me i mean at that point i either say yes i'll i'll help you or 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 no i don't think it's a sharing question at all i think is is do i want to help either yes or no i mean simple you know and then the next thing will be well are your parents going to pay me back are we going to get this this money back or am i just you know, your parents are having some some difficulties medical wise or whatever, and I'm giving this fifty thousand dollars not to not even to my spouse, but to their parents. Can I have a reasonable expectation that I'm going to get that money back be, before they die? And if they die before beforehand, any money you know from their house or whatever, I should get my fifty thousand dollars back. Do I have a reasonable expectation that I should, should get that money back? Well, I just added some context there. They don't have the money and they're never going to have the money. So you're not going to be paid back. You're, you're fully aware of that going into the situation. So, but you use a good word, expectations. If I'm the spouse and my spouse inherits, or let's say she wins the lottery, she wins $50,000. I'm legally not entitled to that. And I shouldn't have any expectation about it. If she chooses to share it with me, that's her thing. Should I have the same expectation? Should I run into a, a, an adverse situation where now I've got a liability on my hands? Should my expectation be that she or he is going to do the quote unquote right thing? You're never going to see that money again. That's not even an issue. Would you make the same decision? be hard i'm 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 not gonna lie it, it 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 would be hard because now i'm helping your family out what if my family you know the the next month what if 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 there's an, an issue with with my family and now there's no money there or what if 
that money was going to go for my kid to, you know, go to school to pay to, to pay tuition. So now I have to t- take out loans because I helped out your your family. Okay, well, let me, let me so, ask a different question. Let's take the medical thing off the table. Let's say somebody got in trouble with the law. They needed to hire an attorney or they were going to go to jail um, or they needed bail money or something like that. Would would that be a similar situation where I could just let the person sit in jail or go to prison or do whatever because I have the money, but it's not my problem. I mean, I want to, I don't want to just restrict it to medical stuff. What, whatever the problem happens to be, should the other spouse have an expectation that if you have it, you will provide it? No, no, I don't, you know, and, and okay. even for something, and even for something in terms of if, uh, one of your family members, not even my own family member, uh, you know, my sister or, uh, my son, my husband, you know, if they were in, 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 in jail, not even somebody, you know, my, my own family, but you're talking about your, my spouse's um, family, you know, and, and we're talking about something like, like, like jail or something. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. And that may make me sound harsh and, and, and cold, but at the same time, you know, again, like you said, I know I'm not going to get this money back. So what happens if I was saving this money for a rainy day for something that goes on in my family or I'm, I'm saving this money, you know, for for my son, for you know school or whatever. So, like I said, so am I expected to go and take to take out loans? Can't I expect that same person who's in, in, in jail and needs an attorney? Why don't you go take out a loan and you go see a bail bondsman or something and you. um what I'm going to say, you do the same thing that you're expecting that now I'm going to have to do. So I'm going to uh, go to Shelby and uh, Crazy Lady. Uh, let see. Chris says, in that situation, I agree. I would say if bankruptcy can be applied and keep property uh, instead of bankruptcy, I, I agree. File, 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 file bankruptcy. Uh, Silent says, you would, you would use 10K to bail uh, a family member out. Are we talking, okay, again, are we talking about my spouse's family member or are we talking about mine? And once again, it's like, you're asking me to take money that I in- inherited to help your family. But what about m- m- things that my family may, 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 may need? So what if, you know, three months later, you know, uh, four, four months later, someone in my family needs, needs, needs 10, t- 10, $10,000. I don't have it. You know, or they need fifty thousand dollars. I don't have it, so can't I say you go to a bail bondsman and get that ten thousand dollars? Pay the uh, see, Chris says pay the ten thousand uh, direct without a bail bondsman and make sure sure they show up. And that's not you know not even making sure they show up. <laughs> you still you know so uh, won't won't lose a dime. But why do I have to make sure that they that they show up? Is your family member you make sure they show up? So then if you go to a bail bondsman, you make sure they show up, then you won't lose, lose any money, right? Hey, 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 shy lady, uh, uh, welcome. Chris says true. Okay, so I'm going to go backwards. Uh, Shelby. Yes. You wanted to say something. <clears throat> I do. <laughs> okay. My biggest dilemma in this is um, if you're married, I think family is family, no matter what. 
even though I have a sister-in-law that I hate <laughs> to the end of time. And she came to us and she said that she needed money for surgery. If we had it, we would give it to her. I mean, and this is to the point, my husband does not even like her. So, you know, it goes both ways. But if we had it, we would absolutely give it to her. Um, our situation, his dad died a few years ago. Um, his mother has recently married. They have a home just right up the hill from us. Um, they, about two or three months ago, they decided there's nothing in her husband's name around here. We have a lot of land around here. And there is nothing in his name around here. And he was, he wasn't throwing a fit or anything. He just felt left out. So they went together because she had an, an acre in her name. So they went together and put it in both of their names to not only to protect him, but to protect us also. So if something was to happen to her, God forbid, um, he would not, he, we could not per se kick him out, which we wouldn't do that. He has done wonders for her and us. Um, but we could not legally say, Hey, you've got to go after she was, if she was to pass. So with that said, I don't think, you know, like I said, family is family. You're going to help your family regardless, you know, once you're married, regardless of the situation. Um, to me, if you love your spouse, in my opinion, not that I'm saying you don't love your spouse. <laughs> No, no, that's, that's, hey, I don't, that, that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, crazy lady, you want to uh, chime in? And I will say, I do agree with crazy lady when you, when you say land should stay within the family and the family means the family, family. Yes. Yes. Where, I agree yes, with that. I, I, I do definitely agree that land should, should stay within the family. So crazy lady, you want to uh, chime in here? Um. Yeah, Lance is, is it, yeah, and death, death changes people, you know, because I guarantee you, my dad, he, when he changed his will, if he would have known that she would have behaved this way, he would have never changed his will. He would have looked at it and said, hey, you get my retirement pay, consider yourself lucky, you got your own house in Bonner's Ferry, you know, he would have never changed his will. But, you know, he was an old kind of guy and believed that, you know, the wife, you know, everything's 50-50, you know, and that she'll do the right thing, but she didn't. So, you know, you have to protect your family. Okay. You know, okay. When, 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 when it comes to older people and stuff, you got to protect your family. Okay. End of story. And okay. land's land. I don't, you know, I don't care if you're married to, you know, my dad for 500 years. Check it out. That land was, you know, it, it, it's, it's to stay with one of his kids. You know, 
Okay. All right, uh, Crucible, I will uh, get to you. I want to read a couple of these comments. Um, Chris says, I finance a house for my parents because I have uh, better credit, but they have funds to pay, and my rate is a lot better and was uh, there forever home. They did put down... Uh, they, they did they did put a lot down on home and i have a lender company uh, for collecting payments and you say business is it is business okay so business is is business and you're saying it's an asset now so is business business chris when it comes to paying you know for your spouse's parents medical bills um chris says uh yes context is important uh thanks th uh, thanks thanks for clarifying yes chris i was talking about crucible's um uh scenario where he says your your you know your your spouse's parents as opposed to if it was my spouse my son or something absolutely i would spend that at fifty thousand. but you know um again i agree with crazy lady when she says land stays within within the family and um you know both of my parents recently died my dad died in, in 18 my mom's been gone for a year now whatever um my mother was very very complicated and the will that she left was extremely complicated my sister and i were jumping through hoops and we recently just got everything taken care of but there were things that my parents especially my mom was very clear on that spouses for whatever you know you don't you don't get anything this money is for our daughters but they have to do this this and this and this we have to make sure this this and this and this is you know i'm not going to go into any de de details but we had to jump through through hoops you know um and i think that when it comes to inheriting things especially something from your family then your spouse really doesn't have hey hey uh, welcome your your spouse really doesn't have a, a say so if you inherit jewelry or expensive items or something from your family that's been passed down and you get into financial trouble your spouse to me doesn't or 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 his or his family gets into um, financial trouble your spouse doesn't have a right in my opinion to say you need to go sell that ring you need to sell that bracelet because my my mother needs need, needs help. Even if it was in within your own family, your spouse does not have the right to tell you to sell something or to do something with something that was inherited from your family to you. And that's just something that, I mean, you all can call me selfish, you can call me whatever, but I would never ever expect my husband to share with me or give me something that was handed down to him be it land money whatever absolutely not because it's his is something that his family is is giving to him and especially if it's something that was passed down within the family no no crucible yeah i understand where how people feel about the land thing but i you know at the end of the day i think you're splitting hairs assets are assets is, is one thing to, to say, would you, you know, I need you to sell that land or something. It's another thing if they wanted to do it. I mean, it's, it's an asset. It's there to be, to be used and it's not to be looked at and admired. It's there to be, to be utilized in, in emergency situations. And I want to go back to something Shelby said that I hadn't really thought about, but I agree with, um, you were saying solid. It, it, I would do certain things if it were my family 
If it were my husband's or my wife's family, I might make a different decision. And Shelby pointed out accurately, I think, family is family. I don't know what the vows are like because I've never been married, but I know that I have something in there to do with for better or for worse, and you marry the family. So if you're going to start the dividing line saying, I'm only going to, that strikes me as a highly, highly um, potentially flammable marriage situation because now you're taking sides and you're, draw, you're, you're drawing bloodlines and you're saying, I will only help people who share my DNA. You, however, the person I said would marry for better, for worse, and would always be there for you, your family doesn't qualify because they don't have my DNA. I think that's a very slippery slope. I think you get into a real tit-for-tat thing there where there's a lot of potential for acrimony, and you're drawing battle lines there. So, I mean, I think it's obviously a case-by-case basis. If we're talking about $5,000 to bail somebody out of jail or take care of a medical bill, probably more palatable. If we're talking about $50,000, which is life-changing money on either side, whether you're inheriting it or spending it, it's a big deal. So certain things are subjective. There's no such thing as all or nothing. I would always do this or I would never do that. But I do think it bears some consideration that family is family and you shouldn't pick and choose based on bloodlines. You make a you make a good good point, um, but I I am going to say it is a case by case basis, and it depends upon um, it it depends upon um, uh, each each situation and and the relationship that that you have with someone. And I am going to say this. I also start. I don't know if you were hearing that when I started. Is my husband and I we don't share funds. We have funds that we put together to pay certain things, whatever. But we have our, our own money. We do not argue about money at all. We we just don't because it's not necessary. We we have. I mean, we 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 just don't. Um, uh, uh, my parents, um, they never argued uh, about money. They had their their separate accounts. They had an account two two together, and both my husband's parents and my parents both told us before we got married have separate accounts. It will it in in the end, it will do you good. Have have separate uh, uh, accounts. So that's the background that I you know grew, uh, grew up with. So I understand what you're saying that family is, is family. But for richer for for poor, it wasn't that I'm marrying the family. I'm not marrying your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. I'm marrying this particular person. And if I have to marry a lot of the baggage that comes along with it. And yes, I am going going to say baggage because we all have members in our family who is like, oh my God, you know, here, 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 here they they come again. Or whatever. Um, you know, but um uh you know if I feel that or even if 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 my husband because we have even talked about this before we 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 we, we got married, we were like you know, do you have anybody in your family who's this or whatever, you know, and do I need to worry about this? We, we talked about it. This is stuff that we talked about. So, you know, so Crucible, I understand what, 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 what you're saying, but I also think that it's a little not naive to think that if you marry someone and understanding what Shelby said, that that family is family up to a point. Because then your family starts getting into your, your business, not just your finances, but they just start to get into your business like we were talking about before, and it becomes a problem. So you guys, ho- hold on for a minute. I um, Shy Lady um, um, popped pop in, so I'm going to let her say something. Shy Lady, welcome. Hey, welcome. I just wanted to throw something out to the panel. 
I have a situation in, in my own family, not my immediate family, but um, one of my father's brothers, my uncle. So he he's in his 80s now and he has a will. And I just want to ask, do you, now he married a woman who had had a child before he met her. And I know for a fact that um, he's left his son something, but he has not left this, this daughter from another marriage, any, anything. And I don't know much about, I didn't, I didn't even know that, that his ex had a child because I've never, I've never heard of it until he had mentioned to me a while back. But I want to ask the panel, do you feel that, and like I said, I don't know, I don't know a relationship. I don't think he has anything to do with, do with um, the stepdaughter or whatever. I think she's um, at least 10 years older than his son because I think when he met the woman, the, the girl was about maybe 10 or 12 years old. She was a lot older. And, um, and I'm just asking the panel, do you think that this person has a right uh, to be in the will if she's not his biological child? That's just something throwing that out there. Because like I said, I know for a fact that he didn't even consider her at all. Okay, I want to go to Shelby first and then Crazy Lady because both of them both want to talk. <laughs> so. If he did not adopt her, she has no right to anything, in my opinion. But even if, if she, he, even if, if he did adopt her, if she, if he's not named in, in in the will, then you don't get anything, right? Right, right. If they didn't have any kind of relationship at all, if she didn't live with them. Um, visit or anything with them period she has no right okay i asked the question because i know crucible was saying family's family and i guess you can consider her family by law but biologically she's not and as far as i know she's she's never lived with lived with her mom and my uncle um like i said she was several she might even be 15 years older um, but shy lady still son. doesn't it come come down to if you're not named in the will you're not in the will period so if you want well, something you can, you, you can go to go to court but i mean no i understand what you're saying but um if if she was not adopted whatever i i don't know my my whole thing is if you're not in the will then unless you go to court and you try to to fight it out and then nobody gets anything for the next 20 years then you all can do it like that, or you, or the bottom line is you're not in in the will. You don't get anything. I'm sorry, but that's just just the way it is. Right, right. And the mother, the mother can give part of hers to, to well, the true, child. true, true. So other other people can 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 step up to to give something to this particular person. So crazy lady, I know you have been waiting, and I know you've been wanting to say something, girl. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. With the whole child thing, if she was in the household and like, like if he raised her and stuff, I would kind of like be, you know, kind of curious if he didn't include her. But like if she was just like, an like like just a uh, a name in a conversation or whatever, even if that, then yeah, I wouldn't, you know. And I agree, you know, will she be binding? I don't care, you know, right? Whomever, wherever, you know. Uh, it's their stuff, you know, and check it out. Their will, the way I look at it, that's the last thing they're ever going to ask of any of us. Mm -hmm. okay. Especially you know. if it's already signed and notarized yeah. or however they do it, there's nothing that mm -hmm. they can do. Okay. You know, it. Oh, okay. So, um, 
I'm sorry, Grace. Something? Or if 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 they're finished talking. No, go 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 ahead, go ahead, because I because I want to uh, read read some things that Chris said, and I and I want I wanted to uh, address what he said. Go ahead. I, I want to add something about the land situation. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we have land. We do have conflict in our family because of our land. Um, my mother-in-law left it to my husband instead of splitting it three ways. We are in uh, in the process because the other two want to sell their part. And they don't care who they sell it to. They just want it sold. Um, so we're like trying to appease them, but also in the process trying to explain to them that even though they want to sell it, they want to try to sell it to someone in the family instead of just somebody mm-hmm. because that's not what their dad would have wanted. So, you know, it's, it's, you, you know, you have work. Solly, try to say what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I know. I, 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 I totally get it. I, I, I totally get it. 100%. So, you, you know, we, we, it's just, like um, uh, the only crazy lady saying, you know, you got to, um, now I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I want to, I'll, I'll come back to you. So Chris, so Chris says, if you treat your money, um, use, if you treat your money use as a business and not willy billy, you'll have money uh, at the end of it. Okay, Chris. So I am treating this money, you know, I mean, so now, but yet, I'm, you know, you all are saying family is family and, you know, whatever. Um, uh, see, then Chris says uh, to the only crazy lady, quick claim uh, is not as quick uh, as you would think. They are flagged 90% of the time and delay the process. Um, crazy lady says, I would still see what I could do. Then, um, Chris, you say that indicates money issues. Uh, Shiley agrees with me. If a spouse is wanting you to sell an heirloom, yes. I mean, it could be money issues or it could be um, that they just want the money so they can spend it on, on, on something else. Uh, Pook says, I believe you're with the wrong person if that's an issue. Um, see, 10 days close is better to no inspections. Tari, okay, uh, I'm saying to. Chris says a spouse demanding selling of a family heirloom to me indicates untrust with the ranks and money hungry of selfishness. Uh, Chris says if you get a divorce, even with separate accounts, someone will get alimony based on who has what in the court's eyes. GB says yes. If you don't want kids, don't get married. Uh, Based on total account assets. Crazy lady says I need to understand the process of buying a house through uh, auction foreclosure and the property tax thing because I have seen in paper where the property is being auctioned for back taxes. Um, easiest way to investment, family, or to protect yourself. Juju says, when I was married, my husband and I had one account. Uh, Chris says, foreclosure, yes, basically a lien through the state or county. Uh, Chris also says that will have to be paid. Sometimes auctions will close with back tax. Okay, go to the bank. 
see, Chris says, this is such a great convo. <laughs> it is a great conversation. Chris will says, if you want, if you're in the will, you are entitled to something. You don't have to be related. That's very true. Uh, Chris says, promoted your show the other day. Thank you, Chris. Um, ba, ba, ba. Thank you very much. Uh, Minnesota says, conversation, uh, I, I'm assuming you mean is so good. Uh, Shale says, no, he didn't raise her. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Pook says, tragic circumstances. Everyone feels owed. Uh, to Shelby from Chris, trust fund is better. Option declared in the will. Uh, sell the land, head, head to the nearest casino, GB says, and go in all red on the roulette table. I had to hire someone to deal with legal size. Okay. So, I mean, when people die, unless that person has had, the person who, who left everything has a very specific will in terms of what they want done with their money or whatever, um, then it's like a free, uh, a, a free for all. Everybody starts coming out of the woodwork that you have not seen for years. Everybody wants a, a, a you know, s- s- something of this or something of that. And I will say that when Prince died and he, which surprised me, um, passed away with, without a will, um, I have to give credit to his family members. I think the court even gave, you know, credit to them too. It's like, he had some half brothers and half sisters. They all said, we're not going to fight. We're going to split everything equally. I think it was like five, five of them. And each of them all walked away with a piece of 300 million. And they agreed to leave his house, which I think they're turning into a museum or something, you know, but they all still have a piece of that, you know, um, but again, I come back to my, come back around, making the trip back around to my original question is all this conversation that we've all had, we've all talked about what we would, what would not do. Y'all have heard what I definitely wouldn't do, you know, whatever. Is it reasonable that when spouses get married, they should share their money and Throwing what Crucible said and, you know, about family is family. What Shelby said, family is, is family for better or for worse, whatever. So instead of marrying that one person, to me, it just sounds like you've married the entire clan. And no matter what happens, if they want money, you know, um, you give it to them. You know, does that include if they're a freeloader or something that you give it to them after all? Their family, right? Crucible, I'm going to go to you. Yeah, I think I think what really what it boils down to is, um, as Brina said in the chat, you know, prenups are unsexy and they're unromantic, but you know, life and marriage and a lot of things are unsexy and unromantic, and sometimes you have to. You have to look at things in the cold, hard light of day. It's not, it's not romantic at all, but it's part, of, it's part of life. So I think like anything in life, particularly with marriage and spouses and kids, communication is the key. Um, are you on the same page philosophically, ethically? 
Do you agree in terms of your values? You don't have to have individual discussions about what if this thing happened to my, you know, and get into all kinds of details about specific. You can just talk generally speaking about what you, how you feel about those kinds of things. And if you're getting red flags, obviously you need to, to rethink that, but it's, it's simple communication. You're not always going to agree. Everything is kind of a case by case basis, but you can get a good general sense of what somebody's about and whether you're going to bang heads on that stuff just by maybe putting out some for instances and see how they respond. Okay. Chris says, um, at their most basic, trust can be grouped into two broad categories, living trust and, and testamentary trust. A living trust is created by an individual during his or her lifetime. The grantor transfers property to a trust that is managed for the most beneficiary by a trustee. Uh, Cook says equitable contribution. Okay, Chris, context of family, director abroad. Frankie, thank you very much for the gift. And everyone, thank you for liking the show. And DMAC, welcome. I, I, I didn't see you pop in. Welcome. Um, guys, I, I, you all have answered my, 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 my questions. Um, um, <laughs> Shiley, you, you want to say something? You want to add something in? Shiley, you there? Okay, she's probably driving or shopping. Okay. Oh um, wait, well, did you call me? <laughs> yes, oh, I want to know. Did you want to um, add? Did you want to add something or? Oh no, good show as always. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> okay, thank you for showing up. Thank you, crazy lady. Yes, ma'am. Do you have anything you want to add? No, I think I said it all. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Crucible, you want to add anything else? Yeah, just real quick. It was a really, really interesting conversation. And I think it's, it's always interesting when you get this confluence or convergence of expectations, obligations, responsibilities. And even though I just said, I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here. I, I even said, you know, you can talk broadly and, and generally and in the abstract about how certain things would be handled. You can have have this conversation before you get married. But once the rubber meets the road and context gets applied, and now we're really having to live this situation, I could see why at one point I might have said to my future spouse, if this situation arises, you can count on me to step in. And maybe 10 years later, that situation does arise. And now I've, I'm on record as saying, I will step in. Maybe my circumstances have changed. Maybe I was just talking out my you-know-what at the time. Maybe I don't really feel that way. And so now I'm I'm having to make a decision based on my previous statements. But I think it's always interesting to see how people handle that combination of expectations, obligations, and responsibilities, because they're not always the same thing, and not all everybody sees them the same way. So, but anyway, it was really a very interesting conversation, Solid. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And uh, Chris says, yes, context is very important on what ifs. Uh, Shiley says, everyone have a great day. You too, Shiley. Uh, Shelby. And Brina says, such a good topic. Um, I, I just, you know, what about the instant? Well, no, I'm not going to say that as what if. There's an instance. Um, my dad remarried and he has another child so in that situation um 
his wife is going to get a part of mine and my sister's inheritance. So just think about that, you know, and that's going to be a discussion for our next show. Just put it like that, Sally. <laughs> well, but I mean, I, just, I mean, but if it's your father's money, mm -hmm. then would you expect your, your, brother or sister <laughs> your brother or no i'm thinking about the the other child that would be your half brother or half sister wouldn't you wait wait i'm sorry when he got married was did he have another child with this woman he or had is, another child with his wife okay yes. so that means that that half brother or sister is also going to inherit right yes okay and if your if the stepmother lives then she will in, in, inherit. Right. But it's going to come out of my sister's and I's inheritance instead of his child. Because he has a whole separate thing for her. Okay. In the state that you live in, is it where spouse trumps the, uh, the, 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 the spouse, the spouse trumps the child? Yes. So, we can contest it if we want to, but we've agreed that, you know, we, it's one of those situations if he was on fire, we wouldn't spit on him type thing. <laughs> you know, so we're like, whatever we get's fine. If we get anything, if we get nothing, that's fine. You know, so I just wanted to throw that out there, you know, that that could be that instance too, but yeah but the bottom but yeah but the bottom line comes in where unless he um welcome uh damien welcome ralph and welcome grit um the, the bottom line is unless the person who is writing the will or leaving whatever unless they specifically leave someone out or in include someone and especially if you're in a state where um especially if it's in a state if the person passes away whatever in a state where the spouse gets everything and then you know you're relying on the spouse whatever to give you something mm -hmm. you really have you really have nothing nothing to 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 say because right. um my parents live in in in, in chicago and, and and i will share sh share this um when my father passed away basically everything went to my mother but my father had uh a will where um he said that when i pass away his two daughters automatically get this this and this and this something that my wow. mother could not say anything about had he not have done that we wouldn't have gotten that it would have gone to my mother and we would have had to wait until she passed away to get everything else but, right. be, but because he specific he was very clear he was very clear about two particular things and my sister and i got them you know so you're really at the mercy of number one of the person who is writing the will and if they're married and just from yeah. what my father did um i i have a living will 
and um, I'm going to turn it in, in into a, a trust. But I have very clear things of when I'm leaving my son and what his wife, whoever he decides to marry, cannot get. That his family, that her family cannot get. I'm being very clear. You know, and that may sound rude. It may sound whatever, but I am being very clear. And I'm, you know, and turning into a trust where you cannot con con contest it. Yeah. You know, to the point that if my son were to pass away, that it would go to a specific charity. Right. You know, so I'm I'm being very clear. So, you know, when you talk about couples and finances and, and, and things like that, and, you know, there's a lot that comes with it, especially when you have family that's hanging around that may be chomping at the bit, whatever. And usually it's people that you haven't seen or spoken to for years. And all years. of a sudden, like we all know, they pop up and all of a sudden, and I'm telling you, when my mother passed away, some family members came out and they were like, oh, well, so, oh, whatever. And my sister and I were like, mm -hmm. nope. <laughs> you know, so, you know. So is that but what I just wanted to say? Good show. I enjoyed the conversation. You know, it's always good. Well, thank you. And Chris, I'm just saying you, you got to run and you're still here. Uh, uh, thank you for popping in and for all, all of your comments. Um, uh, Dee says, what about your future grandchildren again? I'm, I said I was very specific. I'm not going to get into any any more else, but there's very something very specific, you know, that I am saying about my if my son marries and his his wife and her family. Didn't say anything about grandchildren. Didn't say any any anything about that. So, um, crazy lady and crucible. Any other last words before we uh, close this puppy down? No, this show always makes me think <laughs> in a good way. So I appreciate the mental stimulation. It was a good show. I know y'all always. I always get, give y'all something else to say. Man, Salad sure is selfish. So. <laughs> Oh, yes, great. You, you you did make it. And crazy lady, you have anything else you want to add? I'm selfish, too, because I'm like, yeah, no, it's all mine. <laughs> hey, guys, I, I just I'm I I no, always like to too, say, but... you know, what 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 I think. And y'all can't say that Sal did, didn't say it. I always try to, to, to put it out there. So if it ever comes back, I I told you I'm just, you know, so. Okay, guys. So again, thank you so much. Tomorrow, um, I guess I posted the show. I can't remember what tomorrow we're talking about, but everyone, thank you so much for popping in. I do appreciate it. And um, as always, thank you. Um, and wherever you are in the world, have a good evening, day, afternoon, evening. Uh, Grit, I know it's already Wednesday for you, so you enjoy the rest of your your day and uh, go where the wind takes you, everyone. And I'm going to go out with uh, different music again. Let's see. And Crazy Lady, Crucible, Shelby, Shy Lady, thank you for popping on. And everyone, thanks for liking the show. Um, <laughs> Dee says we will be studying your shows as you publish. I have already gotten comments and stuff that people send me in, in email. People have, they have words, words for me, to You know, but hey, this is me. I'm not trying to BS anyone. This is me. Oh, 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 oh,
chapter two. Well, this was a requested show. This was a re re requested show, so I, I, I did do the show. The world turns around you. And guys, do you like the hour thing? It's only for you. Do you know you are everything? Shelby says I like the music. And Gigi says yeah. So Linda, thank you for popping in. Oh, Linda's gone, but thank you, Minnesota. Shelby, Frankie, Power Girl, Shy Lady, Brina. Thank you all, GP. Chris, Ralph Williams, thank you. Uh, DMAC, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Coke, Coke, thank you, Coke. Anyone who's listening over on any other um, platform, thank you as well. And you guys, again, thank you for listening to my shows on, on YouTube. I do publish over on YouTube. Um, I do the audio and the, the visual um, slowly but surely. Some shows are listened to more than, than others, but um, thank you. I appreciate the, the subscribers. Slowly but surely, I am moving up there. So thank you. Our producer, director, showrunner, business owner, and a mommy. <laughs> oh, Juju, but you, 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 you guys were there. This is before I came over to Podbean, y'all. But I, I stuck it out, and that was it. So <laughs> those were the days. All right, you guys, enjoy the rest of your uh, day. I appreciate you so much. And on that note, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.